This is Corlin Sutton, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. And this is the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips Podcast. This is the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips Podcast, Season 4, Episode 50. I am Tyler Velosky. I'm Eli Velosky. And Eli, this is Episode 50. 5-0, Eli. This is huge. Now, you're asking probably, oh, you guys have been here four years, four seasons, and yet you're only on Episode 50? Well, you know what, Eli? It's a little th- sad. It is. It's a little sad, but things happen. You know, life happens. First year, we had your youngest brother. Second year, we got a full season in. Last year... We had to cut it short because you guys wanted to be in a play. Whatever. It's life. That's what we do. And uh, so, Eli, this is, uh, this is it. Big number 50. You pumped? Yeah, man. Let's kick this thing off. And because we have episode 50, we have two awesome, super cool guests tonight. First time ever for guests on our podcast. Yes. We have Kate and Michelle from the Ball Blast podcast, Eli. Woo-hoo! Kate, Michelle, how's it going, guys? Great. How are you? Thanks for having for, us on. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for coming. Why don't you guys quickly tell us uh, where we can find you on social media? So I'm uh, this voice, this female voice right here. I'm Kate. You can follow me at FF Ball Blast. And this is Michelle, and you can follow me at Ball Blast EM. Nice. Blast them. Nice. And we can, uh, you can find our, our podcast just on Tyler Velosky on Twitter. That's it. Yeah. Pretty easy. Eli's, you know, a little too young to be doing Twitter and everything. I think that's that's, yeah, a, that's good a good call. Good, that's a good call. There's so yeah. many people out there, Eli. Stay off of it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. get caused in trouble at your age. Too young. Yeah. Too young. Yeah, right? Yeah. And that's the cool thing about Eli. Like, he's he's been starting uh, podcasting since he's been eight years old yeah, or so. Seven, much. eight years old. And uh, he's one of those kids that he comes downstairs. He doesn't watch cartoons. He'll jump on ESPN and do stats and charts and all that that cool stuff i it sounds like my son in five years yeah right (laughs) (laughs) that better happen yeah all right so we're gonna get into our new our nines eli it's our news info notes entertainment and stats we only have one out of the nine this week uh because it's the off season we don't really do a whole lot for the off season that's why we only have 50 episodes too but uh the big news is uh wide receiver uh doug baldwin retired eli yeah man i mean that's a it's a big loss for the Seattle, you know. He's their main receiver. Luckily, they drafted DK Metcalf. They got Tyler Lockett, the vet there. Uh, it's not a, It won't affect them too much because they like to go to the running game. But I mean, still, it's gonna be. It's gonna be big. Yeah, and for and if you've listened to our podcast before, I was never a big Doug Baldwin fan. You know, I had our battles throughout the years. 
Uh, I hate to see him leave. I mean, he was a great player, but for fantasy-wise, I never liked him. Kate, Michelle, what do you guys think about Doug Baldwin? What that means for Seattle? That's always been my exact response after this, is that I've never been a fantasy fan of Doug Baldwin. I've never tried to get him on my team. I never loved him for that. But he was a great NFL wide receiver, and I feel bad he has to go out in this way. Um, You never want to see someone have to retire because of injury instead of just ready to leave. Yeah, I think I think it Russell Wilson will probably miss him more than anything. You know, you uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, they they play that like long ball which Russell Wilson does perfectly, but he's going to miss those little dump offs. So I'm kind of hoping this is just me and we are the Rashad Penny like <gasps> truthers. So I'm hoping that this is like dump that ball off to Rashad Penny time. Let's hey, get it's worked. some yards. It's worked before. I mean, yeah, that's how they did it last year. But I mean, the like Saquon Barkley style. Yeah. That's yeah. We we've had our Twitter battles between Penny and Carson, and I, I'm more of a Carson kind of guy. But we'll really? uh, yeah, we'll just save that for Twitter because we have a ton of things to get to tonight. Um, yeah, I, I he you know his stats were up and down every year. He had like one big blowout year, and then he just never caught fire again. So. He was definitely hard to trust, and I feel like everybody, you know, last season was was hoping that he was going to be, you know, the same Doug Baldwin that you could count up in, like, you know, PPR formats. But you didn't even see that production until the end of the season by the time everybody dropped him. It was so sad. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And by the, by the end of the year, he was a, a weak flex by, by weak filler, I think. Yeah, Crazy. definitely. Yeah. They fall so fast. Yeah, he really, and he's only been in the league for eight years, so he's not that old. He just has a lot of injuries. Yeah, he's like around thirty. Yeah, I mean that's old. That's old for a football player if you think about it. I mean, you're yeah. like what thirty-seven. I I am thirty-seven. Thanks for throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I am the old man of the group. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps up our nines. Um, again, it's the off season, so there's not too much breaking news. Unless you guys found something, uh, Kate or Michelle, anything breaking later t- by, or, uh, earlier today? Breaking? No. Apparently, uh, people got mad at me that I said the Sean McCoy might get cut. That's not even news. But people took it as real news and got very upset that I would ever possibly tweet that that was a possibility. Yeah, I, not. I mean, he's like the face of the Bills right now. Oh, okay. So he's, you disagree with He's the too. face of the Bills, but I will say that there were a lot of trade rumors last season. Yeah. So clearly they're not too attached to him. I'm just saying, if you could save $6 million, I wish I could save $6 million. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I think I was trying to think. I saw that post, and I was just trying to think of where would be a great landing spot for him. And at first I thought Philly, but they just – they just they just drafted a running back and they have so many there. If and they do couldn't... that, I'll be so mad because I have Miles Sanders like lover. Love yeah, him. we were thinking Tampa Bay or Kansas City. Kansas City, we, Kansas City would be good. Spots. They need that running back position. Yeah, but and even line them up as a receiver too, so you can get you know sort of that dual threat with the worry that that Hill's not going to be there. Yeah. yeah, I can see I, I can see him in Kansas as a, a receiver type, but you know, with Hyde and Williams and Williams and the uh, rookie they just drafted, again that's another crowded backfield. I like almost maybe backing up um, McCaffrey in Carolina. Oh, yeah, oh, that's interesting. interesting. I mean, because because kind McCoy, of a good fit. yeah, it, it, because you know McCoy is always 
a hit away from limping off the field every week. And McCaffrey's that young and young stud, but you know, get him in there for like maybe a third down bruiser type of guy. But yeah, it would make me sad for like Christian McCaffrey, like fantasy value because he's so dominant because he's the only guy there, but it would be a pretty good fit for actual NFL. Especially like scheme wise, because they're both really proficient pass pass catchers. I, I that's really interesting. I haven't thought about it. I mean, I just I, I can't think of their backup right now. I mean, if they if they I, if you can't yeah. think of the if you can't think of the backup, they need one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure they do. And I'm sure they can get them for cheap. Yeah, definitely. Oh, they probably usually could for like a seventh or eighth rounder. Oh yeah. <laughs> or they do eighth round. Yeah, he's on the last round of his or last year of his contract, so I'm sure nobody's gonna pay up too much for him. But he's still a he's he's still an asset. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. He'll yeah, get... You just need to stay healthy, and he'll be good. Love it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move to the segment where we get to meet and uh, greet and learn a little more, more a little bit more about our uh, guest Eli. We're gonna call it the rapid fire Q and A. All right. Our first question for both of you: What is your favorite team in football? Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, Eli's a huge Steeler fan too. Yes. Nation. <laughs> Eli, you're on our team now. Eli, we just met Juju. Really? Yeah, we got to take a picture with him. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. He was a super nice guy. He was really I bet. cool. He was super fun. He had a water balloon fight that he paid for all <laughs> himself. He bought all these, like, water guns, and um, there was, like, water slides, and oh. he blew up all these water balloons. Yeah, we were too old to be there, but it would have been great for you. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been, like, yeah. your babysitter. Yeah. But... That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, we're both obsessed with the Steelers. We love the Steelers. Hey, I have a Steelers phone case. Do you? That's awesome. And an, an AB jersey on the Steelers. Oh, you're making me cry. And a, and a poster, yeah. but I think he took it down. I think yeah, you're going to need to tell Dad to get you a new jersey this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll maybe. start a Twitter, uh, a, a Twitter campaign to get you a new jersey. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're a Browns Raider one. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. The second question. How long have you guys been playing fantasy football? Uh, so I've been playing a lot longer than Kate. I, uh, my dad was like obsessed with fantasy and the NFL. So uh, I grew up on the NFL. He started like a little family league just for fun when I was like, I don't even know, eight or nine. Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so we would legit write down our teams and then my dad would like score them on the piece of paper. But it was just a lot of fun and it would just be with my siblings and my parents. And so I started there and then I started getting into real leagues and like, high school and stuff like that i've been doing this since i met michelle so about five years i joined the family league and i made it to the the playoffs in my first year so yeah. I was, this I was girl didn't watch a lick of football until she met me about five years ago and now <laughs> she's more obsessed than i am <laughs> nice nice yeah, ruin me. Yeah. yeah i've been playing as again i'm the old guy here i've been playing for about 20 25 years or so um, growing up, I had to actually use newspaper and pencil and paper. It sounds kind of like your dad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, but now that, you know, and where I grew up at in Pennsylvania, we didn't have internet, so I had to use the newspaper. Yeah. So, and then now it's, you know, 2019, they do it all for me on, online. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've Eli, been playing, so spoiled, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been playing since I was like eight or nine, I think, uh, we have a family league. Uh, I'm in my uh, my dad, my uncle's league. I have my own team, I, and and then 
me and him have our own team in our church league. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, actually a lot of that's such a fun activity for you guys to do together. Yeah, yeah. and actually a lot of the church guys will um come to him for advice. That's and, awesome. And, yeah, and they will like since we own a team uh, together, they uh they go to him for trades because I always tell him no, and Eli will say yeah sure, but because he's knows what he's doing, I trust I trust him that he's you know I'm a hard negotiator. He is, but he gets the yeah, job done. <laughs> All right, uh, number three, do kickers belong in fantasy? No, nope. oh no. no, no. Okay, I say no, but I understand the. Or I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I get the argument. No, there is no argument. There is no. <laughs> Okay, maybe if you're in just, like, a fun league that nobody really pays attention to that hard, you know, it's just a bunch of guys or girls that don't even watch football that much. They just like to make a team, okay? That's fine. But if you actually are into it and you like to look at the stats and you like to really get deep into it and do your homework, there is no doing homework on kickers. Like, it's just a dart throw, and it's not really fair if you lose a big matchup because the kicker went off for 17 points. But I also get how – it can actually, you know, kickers impact real NFL yeah, teams. They so mess heavily. up real they NFL do. teams all the time, too. Yeah. Kickers should just be gone in the real NFL and they should. I, kicking, I don't know what's going on in the kicking world, but kickers have just ruined all games for all teams. Yeah, I don't like kickers. That's true. I don't know what's going on, but the the short answer is that the short no. answer is no. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot this was supposed to be rapid. Me no, it's fine. Rapid. The, the questions <laughs> are rapid fair. fire. The answers aren't. <laughs> All right. I, I next would question. Next question. Let's go with Eli. Go for it. Uh, what's your favorite drafting style? Like tier, best available, ADP, even throwing a dart. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you have to do with kickers. But uh, for the rest of the positions, I like tier based for sure. Um, last year was actually the first time I really made myself stay strict to the tier based. Um, and not go with just, you know, players that I really, really liked. Um, and it worked out well for me. I, I won quite a bit of league. So I, I'm going to stick with the tier base for now. Yeah. I think the tier base gets you just a sort a, a more balanced draft. And it's like, even if you're sort of approaching it from like a best player available, I think the tiers help you sort of assess, you know, best player available. And, you know, like in, in certain tiers, who's got the highest upside, who, you know, I, I think the tiers sort of help in that way to the to draft in that style. So I'm I'm all in tiers. Um, again, last year was like the first year we really sort of forced ourselves to stick to the tiers, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked how the team came out at the end of the draft. During it, it makes you a little nervous, and then at the end, you really see it come together, and you're like, okay, I like this. I was sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're more of a best available. You know, we don't really worry about tiers some most of the time. I mean, sometimes you will. And then ADP is just we ignore it. I I don't even like the ADP. Yeah, I'm with you. Sometimes ADP is hard to trust too. So like, you know, sometimes yeah. it takes a little while for the news to catch up with the ADP. You know, so like Tyree Kill, I, I right when all that stuff sort of broke out, um, I was doing some dynasty startups and. He was at like the tippy top of the list and you knew nobody was, and he fell to, I think like the 11th round in one league. Yeah. I love drafting with inexperienced people at that point <laughs> because they'll use the ADP and it makes you very happy when other guys drop to you. Yeah. See, my theory with drafting is, and I said this on a podcast year, uh, like last year on another podcast, 
I want the most points possible. So if you're going to give me either Aaron Rodgers or Eli Manning, I don't care what round it is. I want the most points. So I'll take I'll take Rodgers in the third. I want most points. Yeah, we have very different. Because I want to win. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I, I want the most points. We're all my theory... about the late round quarterback. Yeah. And that, that sort of comes, you know, just from the, the depth per- perspective. No, I get that. And I've, and I've had multiple, like, discussions on, online about this, even, like, with other people. But my thinking is my, my quarterback's going to start. The, third, the fourth string running back I'm going to take in the eighth round isn't going to start. Exactly. So I, that's I why want... you need to take your running back in the third round where you're taking well, your quarterback. Well, because your quarterback yeah, but, you're taking in the eighth round will start and be very good still. Well, my thinking is well, in this podcast. No, you're no, you're fine. Come, you're coming <laughs> on our podcast, so I can blast your balls about this. I will. I definitely will. No, because my thinking is, you know, yes, I can get I, because I can get a second tier like a Tevin Coleman in the eighth or a seventh or eighth when I can get Rogers in the third, and Rogers is going to outscore Coleman by a, double the points. Well, that's because you took them in the third round, you know. But what He's what dying. is the who's going in the eighth round for a quarterback? Like, how much is Rogers going to outscore that quarterback you're taking in the eighth? That's what you need to look at, and then you need to look at the running back that you're taking in the third. How much is he going to outscore Coleman? You know, maybe, maybe I just like the big names. <laughs> hey, I love Aaron Rodgers. There's no shame yes. in that. No, I know, Rogers I know. Great, I want Rodgers and everything. It just he just has to fall far enough. But I do love me some Rodgers. I yeah, think he yeah, has yeah. a great year this year. Oh, huge yeah. back, bounce back season, I see for him. All right, last rapid fire question. This is not at all fantasy revel- uh, relevant, uh, but what is your guys' favorite food? Whew. This is easy for me. Do you got yours? I got mine. All Do right, you go first cheeseburgers. I could eat a cheeseburger for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I don't care all day long. All right, mine. It's gotta be chicken wings. Chicken. Like, like bone in real chicken wings. What, now, are so, you... so delicious. They're saucy. They're yummy. They're the perfect football food. That's true. That's true. Do you like the wing or the club? Oh, oh, I think the wing. I, I, don't know. I go back and forth. It's, a, it's like one of those decisions in life that I feel like really defines best. you. I'm thinking club because you get more meat. Ugh. Yeah, but the club's so hard to bite. Yeah, but you it get is. more it's meat. It's hard to bite. I, yeah. So team Eli. <laughs> I'm team boneless wings that are more oh, just chicken nuggets. Yes, chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, but I love me some chicken nuggets. Wings. Get out of here with your adult chicken tenders. I love it. <laughs> Actually, there's a bonus question. And Michelle, because I know you're from uh, Syracuse, which is just down the road from us. Oh, yeah, definitely. What would you prefer, hides or dinosaur bar- barbecue? Um, You know what? I, this is probably the wrong answer. I'd go hides just because their cheese fries are so good. I'll give you that, but yeah, I, I understand. Dinosaur bars are pretty <laughs> awesome, but the cheese fries at Hyde just reminds me of childhood. It was like five minutes from my house, so I had it all the time. Um, nice, nice. All right, well, you guys have any questions for us, Rapid Fire? So tell me your favorite restaurant in the Syracuse area, or wh- where are you living exactly? We, we're in Oswego. Um, there's a new place up here. It's called Dino Burgers. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's uh, it's fairly new. It's about two years old or so. And this guy came in and he just he just the only thing is they're uh, super expensive, like fifteen dollars for a burger, but you can get them all loaded with anything. It's it's delicious. So if you're in Oswego, you got to get there. Sounds right up Michelle's alley. Yeah, it really does. 
So Eli, I have one question for you too. What, who is your one player you want in every draft this year that might be more of a sleeper than others are, you know, high on? Like no Odell. Yeah, no Odell Beckham, but someone a little bit further down the list. All right. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, I wouldn't want to have Odell on all my teams <laughs> just because. Bird. Uh, <laughs> you can't really count on him to play all sixteen games, but okay. Um, I'd have to go with someone like. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I'd say, I'd have to say Deshaun Watson, you know, I mean, he's a, he's kind of a sleeper quarterback, not top five for yeah. me. Um, I well, I mean, Deshaun not Watson. top five for other people, but top five for me. Uh, his, he's his just, rushing ability is unbelievable and he's, yeah. he's gonna, I think, have a better year this year than he did last year. I mean, he's got the targets. He's got Hopkins. He's got, um, Fuller. Kiki. No. Love yeah, Kiki. Kiki and Fuller. Yeah, I think he's got a good good chance to bounce. And he back. has a brand new running back in Deonta Foreman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I give you Foreman over Miller, but I can't stand either one of them. <laughs> I know it's not like you're excited about either one, but I I would rather have Foreman than Miller at this point. I love Foreman. He's he's a big sleeper. Yeah, I think so too. I'm with you. All right, I think it's going to wrap up our Q&A, and uh, let's get to the main topic of tonight. It's you know, kind of new for us, Eli, because we're more about uh, regular season and rankings start in July, but we're going to do something new this year. Uh, we're going to do a main topic, kind of like a, a roundtable talk, just a couple handful of topics we're going to talk about and just sp- spitball here and see where we're going to go with. All right, the first one, we're going to talk about Patty Mahomes, Eli. Um, last oh. year, he, he threw about almost 50. Uh, he did throw 50. 50 touchdowns and a little over a little over 5,000 yards. Uh, what do you think about this year? Like, you think he's going to repeat that? A little more than 5,000 yards, yeah. I thought it was 50,000. No, not 50,000. That'd be a huge record. <laughs> that would be really great. That'd be a huge record. But no, oh, do you think he's repeating this year? You think he's going to go down, up? What do you think about it, Eli? Um. Well, you know, um, he lost Tyreek Hill. He lost Kareem Hunt. Those are two of those – those were his two best targets, honestly. Like, I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got some other uh, small name receivers. But, I mean, I don't know. He's definitely not throwing 50 touchdowns, I'll tell you that. Agree. I'm so with you, Eli. <laughs> Eli, I'm going to be coming to you for fantasy advice. <laughs> Um, I'm so, so on board. He's got he's to gotta be moving in, in the opposite direction here. I think I saw a stat that said that um, Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill accounted for 30% of his targets. Um, you know, not to say that Pat Mahomes isn't like this generational talent, because I think he is. Oh, yeah. But you need, you need somebody there to catch the ball. And I don't think they have quite as many assets. I don't think, you know, even if Nicole Hardman is – is the second coming of Tyree Kill. He's going to take a little bit of time to develop. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think we can expect immediate production. So I think you got to see him go yeah. back a little. I have him at 38 touchdowns and maybe like 4,500 yards. Um, in two games last year, he threw six touchdowns, like separate games. <laughs> six and six like yeah that's massive that's 12 games right there 
Um, I don't think he has multiple six-game touchdowns next year, especially if he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. No, definitely. I totally agree with that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kelsey can only carry him so much. Um, Hyde's not really a pass-catching back. And Williams, you know, let's see what he can do uh, in the preseason. You know, he could just have been a flash in the pan last year. Hey, I mean, that that's what we said about Kareem Hunt. You know, he wasn't this star, but, I mean, look, he was – that close to MVP. That's true. That's true. And you know, Watkins is great, but he's he's a wide receiver three, in my opinion. He's he's oh, yeah. he's garbage. I, I can't yeah. stand him. He can't he, stand him. Can't stand him. So I'm, I, you know, for me, Patty Mahomes, he's not even a top five for me. My redraft Ooh. rankings, I only have him top Ooh, five. That is a hot take. Yeah, I, I, I I love that. I'll probably have him at three or four. Um, I actually, and he might come down because I had him there before Tyreek Hill. The whole thing came out. Um. There's only been three other quarterbacks to throw for more than 48 touchdowns in a season. It was Manning, Marino, and Tom Brady. And the following season, they all went down to the mid-30s after that, or at least the 30, like somewhere in the 30s for touchdowns. Unless Mahomes is going to completely destroy history, I I think he follows the same path. Yeah, or if somehow Hill gets back on the field, then, okay, now I'll bump him up. But Hill's off the field. Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey's not doing anything or enough to carry that 50 touchdowns. I'm going to put him probably right around 35 touchdowns and 42 to 4,300 yards. It's just – he's going to do a lot on his feet, but not, not with his arm this year. He's great for Dynasty. I'll take him 1-2 in Dynasty, but not redraft. No. All right, let's just stay in Kansas City real – well, no, let's get out of Kansas City. Um, we got four rookies. Yeah, he's got four uh, rookie quarterbacks this year. Now, obviously, you don't really draft a whole lot uh, rookie quarterbacks in redraft. However, though, Kyler Murray, Dwayne Hackens, Daniel Jones, and Drew Locke are pretty are the top four quarterbacks this year. Um, obviously, you're not going to play home, Jones or Locke at all. But would you, would you pick up Murray and Hackens throughout this season? Maybe as a bye week filler. Honestly, uh, Murray's going to be one of my probably top. Um, like the guys that I'm going to be targeting late in the draft, because like I said, I do like the late quarterback. If I miss out on a Josh Allen or a Matt Ryan, um, or I don't like a Mitch Trubisky, I am fine with taking Kyler Murray in the tenth or eleventh round and using him in redraft, and so, just to see what happens. And then if it doesn't work out, I can stream position. His legs, yeah, that's him a safe yeah. floor just because he's going to be able to to you know, make plays and, and rush the ball. And, uh, you know, if he can't find a guy open, he's probably just going to take off and get you 10 yards. And that is so valuable in fantasy that, you know, it. why not when you know that a guy can move as well as Kyler yeah. Murray can. And the best part about Kyler Murray is, you know, he's starting for week one. No matter what they say, he's going to start week one. And as soon as Baker came in, as soon as Lamar – Jackson came in. Um, they were very fantasy relevant. So I'm okay with drafting Kyler Murray, but not any of the rest. Um, I don't feel good about Haskins. Not because he won't be a good quarterback, but if he doesn't have that rushing floor, then it's a little too risky taking a rookie quarterback without Especially with a, a depleted wide receiver court. They just don't have – Yeah, who wants to have the Washington Redskins quarterback anyways? Right. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Some good wide receivers, but I don't think Josh, Josh Doxson is going to get it done this year. So, no. yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, Haskins is, I, I see him as an RG3, unfortunately. Uh, maybe just because it's his landing spot, but I don't think he's going to do great. 
Uh, Murray, I, I don't know. Being a rookie kind of scares me. Uh, being in Arizona. Now, uh, now, Murray, I would be hot on Murray, but he he doesn't have the offensive line to get it done in Carolina. Er, Arizona. Arizona. Wow. Um. Yeah, he. If he had a better offensive line, then I'm definitely taking him late. Dre, uh, late round. And if he does bust, unfortunately, then I'll just stream a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like me and Eli should own a team because we have all the same theories <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a stud. Eli, you're the man. Yeah. You, one day you'll be taking over. How did well, he you learn? How did he learn to play fantasy football correctly? <laughs> uh, yeah, not by me. <laughs> I, let's just say I did my homework. Yeah, he does. He does. He does his homework really well. There you go. All right. All right, I think we're done with this. Let's go with um, other than Devontae Adams, who do you think is going to step up in Green Bay as a wide receiver? So, Kate, who do you have? I got Geronimo Allison. I feel like oh, everybody yeah. has forgotten about good old Geronimo. Undrafted free agent. I'll give you that. You know, he's uh, coming in. This is going to be his, I think, fourth season. Um he was injured last year. I think he played four games to start the season, got injured, um, tried to come back, didn't work out. But um, in his first four games, averaged seven receptions for 72 yards and 0.5 touchdowns. So he was extremely fantasy relevant. And I'm going to take the guy who's shown us that sort of production already. See, so I, I've decided just from that short little thing that me and Kate are going to have to have a debate on the Bob Blast podcast because Geronimo Allison is, for some reason, this thing. Um, he's this thing out in the Twitter world that people always think he's going to be something in this Green Bay offense, and then he keeps being nothing. He keeps being nothing. He keeps being nothing. I know last year was his, really his full first full chance to take over that wide receiver two spot, and he got hurt, but... Okay, well, you, you got to stay healthy. I don't know what to tell you. MBS comes in. MBS comes in as a rookie. What? What? I think he was a six-rounder, um, right? Was he seven? Six? They took a court. They, they took a wide receiver in, like, every round. Yeah. Um, but – and he had 11 targets, six targets, seven targets, seven targets, nine targets, eight targets. And then he had a few bad games there towards the end, and but then ended up at nine targets, 75 yards, eight targets, 43 yards. Like, that, I kind of like to see – the target number there. Um, obviously, you want to see his catch percentage go up, but clearly, uh, clearly, Aaron Rodgers liked him and wanted him to be a part of the game plan and was throwing his way often. So, I would go with him if I had a bet on somebody next year. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to actually yeah. make this a challenge. We're going on a debate, and I'm gonna be a lot more yeah. rough. With her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Allison versus MVS. Got- what do you? Who do you guys got? Well, first of all, you guys should make a one of our world famous candy bar bets. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that. Please tell me more. Yeah, what we do is we take we just do something like this. Uh, we just take our top quarterbacks for like our rankings. Like one year he had Rodgers, I had Brady, and whoever has the most fantasy points at the end of the year has to buy the other person a candy bar. And if they get hurt, then it, the deal's off. Then the deal's off. Because oh. like that one year, Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and so. Yeah, so we uh, so we do that with a couple throughout the throughout the year, and I did a couple years ago with uh Scott Fish with the Scott Fishbowl League. Uh, I actually got some sweet candy from England. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just something that we do because we don't, you know, we're not gonna wager money. I'm gonna take eleven year old money. But uh, 
So we do candy bars, and usually it breaks even, so we just go and just buy a giant candy bar and split it. And I, I'm <laughs> guessing his money's your money, so that might be a really pointless bet, huh? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. Give me that Wait, but Eli, obviously you win most bets, right? So you get the it, most it's candy. It's seeming like that, yeah. Um, what candy do you like? Like, what, what kind of candy bar do you want in this bet? Um, okay, uh, I'm going to go with the Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar. Oh, yes. That's my favorite. That's his favorite, yeah. If if not, then I like Milky Ways, but those are kind of small. <laughs> yeah, go big or go home. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um Allison. Um yes. I think he's good he's the um he's the vet there, you know, the and uh last year I wrote an article about he's the the big the deep sleeper of the league and he ended up getting hurt. But he was going really well. He was hot, he was he was he flashy. Was super hot. And uh so I'm gonna go with Allison this year. However, listening to everything, the, the, the thought of he's the next Sammy Watkins. Can't stay healthy, puts up big flashing numbers, and then just drops off the face of the earth. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like that, but I'm going to go with Allison as the number two in Green Bay. Yeah, definitely. All right, I guess I'll stand alone with my MBS take. It's all good. <laughs> We're going to keep standing alone, too. Yeah. Until, yeah. The, until the season starts. And I'll be happily standing alone with my MBS shares. I'm excited for my candy bar. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Um, let's do two more. Where are you guys taking uh, Todd Gurley in redraft? Oh, that's a good question. <sighs> so redraft, um, I'm actually okay taking him in redraft. I feel better about that than in dynasty. Just because you, you, know, you don't have to worry about his injury as much. But I have him right now actually ranked as my 10th running back and redraft for next year um, for PPR leagues. So that probably means he's not going until at least the second round for me. Middle Oof. second. Same. You know, you know, I think he's going to fall there, but if he's still there in the second round, I'm going to take him easily. He's definitely still top five for me. Top five running back. Um, I just feel like it, he did great last year. He got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff and the Rams. But I mean, yeah, it's he's he's definitely going top five running backs for me. I think the fact that he can catch the ball so well really gives him like a good good floor. Um, but like hot take here, I actually have Daryl Henderson. So I just finished my rankings up. And I have Daryl Henderson as a low-end RB3, which shocked me. I was so surprised. Because I, what I do, I stat everybody out, and then I just I put them in order from most points to least points. He actually came out as a running back three for me, which I, I don't know. I wasn't ex- expecting him to be that high. I haven't done Henderson yet, but I'm guessing he's going to be probably around that area. I think he's going to get some work. They rushed the ball over 400 times last year. I don't, Gurley's not going to stand up to the same amount of carries, but Eli, I do think that, you know, him being able to catch the ball and catch the ball as many times as he does, that's going to help him a lot. And, you know, he, he could end up another top five year, but I don't see him as the RB one. No. And I, I had his carries really a lot lower than last year, but his targets around the same. Cause I think they'll put in, I think they'll put him in for the passing game and use him in that area a lot more than him just going up the middle. I think they'll want to save his body that way and use him 
you know, more on routes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he'll get a lot uh, – around the same number of targets. His carries definitely will go down, but not more than half. Like, if he had, uh, let's say, 100 – let's say 200 carries last year, it's not going to go lower than 100, I don't think. No, and I totally agree with you. I think I have him right now set it up for 200 carries still. Um, so not yeah, too much pretty lower. good. Yeah, he, pretty good. he had 256 carries last year in, um, what, 14, 15 games, whatever he played. Um, so I, I now have him at 200 carries. I think they'll want to save his body a little bit and uh, get him more involved in the passing game. Yeah, because he, def- he had that uh, thing in the playoffs where he wasn't playing a lot and against the Saints and the Patriots. Um, his knee injury, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of funky last year. I mean, yeah, I didn't know what was going on in the playoffs. I think we all thought he was going to come back and end up killing it. I I think we're all waiting for that moment and then it just never happened. Um, that really scared, that really scared us here in the fantasy community. We're like, what's going on? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take him. If he's if he's there late round, uh, late first round, I want to take him there. Um, I, he's not going to be – he's hovering right around t- top 10 for me in my, my rankings right now. Uh, a lot has to do with his knee. If he comes back looking good, I'm going to bump him right back up to top three or four. Um, I'm not too worried too much if um, – with Henderson. I, I mean, they have a couple other guys in there. I know they really like Henderson. Uh, but I don't think he's going to chew in too, too much of his play if his, that, that knee is healthy. Knee is bad, like they say it is. Um, then I could see him splitting a lot of carry, kind of like uh, Ingram Camara in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that worked well for them. You know, for a team that's yeah, efficient oh, offensively, that could that could totally be the case. And you could see both of them be top 10 backs, literally. When, when they signed CJ Anderson, we never thought, oh, CJ Anderson is going to get the amount of carries he saw. So anything can happen with Henderson, honestly. And Henderson's college stats were like unheard of. I know he played in a super weak conference, but still, it was yeah, they were crazy. Definitely. Was he the one who had like 800, like 8,000 yards and like 35 touchdowns? I think or something he honestly like that? had ridiculous. over, tw- he had 20 something touchdowns last year. Let yeah. me pull up his stats really quick because they're insane. So just to read off. And it, it makes yeah, me wonder, like, I don't watch much college football. So, and I understand he was in the worst conference. Um, but he had two, uh, 2,300 yards total, um, rushing and receiving, and then 25 total touchdowns just last year. Jeepers. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Some guys don't even have that for their career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know. I would be nervous with that behind you, knowing that he has at least some potential. He killed it in college, whether that be against weak defenses. But there's some weak defenses in the NFL, too. Please. If you play That's true. If, if, if oh, yeah. the Miami Dolphins run defense, you should be able to do that. Sorry, Aaron Stokes. I was thinking Eli just goes, I was thinking about the Dolphins. <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking about the Steelers. Hey. <laughs> All right, real wow. quick before we get to our next que- uh, next question. I'm in the middle of a dynasty draft yeah. and it's my pick. Okay. It's for this it's for the sports con uh yes. league. Uh, with some of us, are we um, not in that? I thought we were. We're in the redraft. Oh, no, that, okay. that's a that's a different one. That's a that's the waiver wire. Okay, waiver. I was worried. I was like auto drafting for a second, and I do not. Yeah, know. right. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so this this is my – I have three options. I'm going to take a receiver. You guys okay. can help me out here. Uh, Geronimo Ooh. Allison, Dante Moncrief, or John Moncrief Ross. Moncrief for sure. Moncrief. I, I mean, Moncrief. I guess you're you're talking to three Steelers fans, so it's not really fair. I think you can definitely I was get at- John Ross in a round or two. Let me – so I yeah. think how – does, how does the rest of your team look? Do you think you have a shot to contend? If oh, you- absolutely not. I – I, I blew this I blew this this uh it's a startup and it's it's on sleeper and they don't really do the best tracking so I can't tell you exactly who my team is but my first two Wait, picks click on your uh, name I, at the top it'll show you exactly oh, who it your doesn't team. do that mid-joke, oh I don't think. yeah it does are you on the computer um, no I'm on the uh, yeah, my tablet but, anyways so you, all right I know my first two pr- plan for, my sorry, first go ahead oh it's okay my first two picks were Hopkins and Camara back to back three four. So I did a lot of trading okay. out because um, I just wanted to, you know, get points. Uh, my quarterback's Trubisky. I have uh, Ingram, Shepard for receiver. My uh, Trey Burton. Uh, trying to scroll through some more, but those are like pretty much. I only I have like the least amount of players because I traded out a lot. Uh, so yeah, those are my meat and potatoes of my guys. So we're, you're trading out to get. Like uh, a future. Oh, I traded out. Why? Why? No, no. I traded up. I guess to get Hopkins. Oh, uh, okay. So my my team was like really bad. So. <laughs> I feel like you normally <laughs> feel that way when you trade up. Um, yeah. yeah, I I I spend a lot, and I don't really do a whole lot of draft picking or draft trading. No pick trading. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's fun. These guys well, are cool. So, so I would I would still go with Moncrief. I know he only has a one year deal with the Steelers, but if he shows up, like I think he will. I actually think he'll have a pretty good year in Pittsburgh. Um, then he'll get to either sign again with Pittsburgh or go somewhere else and have a good chance. But I don't know, John Ross. I really do think you can get him in the next round. And then and oh, then sure. uh, you already know my feelings about Allison. And Tyler, <laughs> I'm I'm actually sort of in on Allison here. So I think I like Moncrief the best for 2019. I think he's got the most potential there. But if you don't feel like your depth is strong and you might not have a chance of like contending this year, I like Geronimo Allison for the most long-term upside. They've got Rodgers under contract. They've had, you know, a relationship. They've built the rapport. He's shown the flashes. If he can stay healthy, hopefully he's not Sammy Watkins Jr. Yeah. But you're going to have to let us I think there is a Sammy Watkins Jr. All right, Eli, split, break the tie. Uh, Allison or Moncrief? John Ross. No. <laughs> no, I'd have to go with Allison just because he's younger. It's a dynasty league. Oh, the pick is in. Allison it oh, is. Man, I love it. That's pretty easy. Michelle's crying over here. All right. All right. So the last thing we're going to do, um, last question, uh, so we can wrap this up, this round table, is who are you taking, Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson this year? PPR. 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 um, Let me pull them up in my rankings. So off the top of my head, I already know I'm going going David Johnson here. I'm trying to find them. Eli's jaw just hit the floor. <gasps> really? <laughs> so I, Don't worry, Eli. I'll make you happy in one second. So I, I'm going <laughs> with David Johnson here. So first of all, that that that's for a couple of reasons. So um, I'm looking at the quarterback, right? So I'm looking at a guy who, who rushes the ball as part of his game. 
Um, you know, I'm looking at the coaching staff, Cliff Kingsbury. He's going to plan to air it out, which I think is not just going to apply to the wide receivers. I think it's going to apply to David Johnson. So I'm going to guess he's going to, you know, sort of go back to old school David Johnson a couple of years back where, um, yeah. you know, we saw his, his receiving numbers really skyrocket. I think we're going to see that again. Um, and I, again, the offensive line, it, it's not good. They, they spent a lot of picks on wide yeah. receivers instead of offensive linemen, which I would have preferred, but I like David Johnson. So I have Le'Veon Bell right ahead of David Johnson in my rankings in PPR. Um, I have Bell at seven, David Johnson at eight, but they're about 15 points difference for me. So that would be one of my actual uh, tier breaks there because there's such a big difference. Um, I would much prefer Bell. I was trying to like, not trying, but I do think he's going to have a worse year than he does in Pittsburgh with a worse team, a new team. He hasn't been in the league for a year. And I just like, I can't, do it like no matter what I did with the stats they still came out great um even like I had a much lower in targets than he ever got in Pittsburgh in receptions and yards per reception and even carries like and he still came out my running back seven so I would prefer him over David Johnson I think we brought up earlier that they didn't fix their line at all so I'm not really sure why we think all of a sudden David Johnson is going to be able to run all over the place. Probably because Cliff Kingsbury will not run him up the middle. Maybe. That's fine. And I have him at running back eight, David Johnson. So I clearly like him. But um, I would just prefer Bell this year. Yeah, I'm going with Bell. You know, he's got Sam Darnold, the sophomore star. Um, He's – I think uh, um, – what are you thinking? Darnold. Darnold, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I think Darnold's actually going to be a sleeper this year, not for fantasy, but for, like, the NFL in general. Um, I'm not going to take him in fantasy or anything, but he's going to be a big sleeper. Uh, I think the Jets are actually going to do good this year. That's why I'm going with Bell. They're going to have to give it to him. They have no other running backs. Um, Darnold uh, isn't the best runner, so he's going to have to hand it off if they want to run. Totally true. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Bell also. I mean, he's really the only option in uh, New York. Uh, like you guys said, Darnold doesn't have a great receiving core. He's going to dump it down to Bell. Uh, Johnson's good, you know, but they have Fitzgerald there. They've run in some, some rookie receivers. Uh, Murray does like to run a little bit more than Darnold. So uh, I'm going to go Bell. Uh, in this for this year alone, uh, I think they're both are slowly on their way out, based because it's you know their age, not because of talent. I think just the old man in me says they're old. <laughs> and if David Johnson has one more year where he struggles, I mean, I don't know. Watch out! Yeah. Everyone says that the draft next year is so stacked. If David Johnson isn't proving that he is himself from a few years ago, I could see them replacing him. But let's remember, even David oh, Johnson at his worst self was I think the running back 10 oh, yeah. Yeah, so but was anyone happy owning him yeah no. yeah uh, but yeah I, I like I said I'm with you guys they don't have anyone else to give the ball to so I was like Bell's going to see this many touches like there's no way around it unless he gets hurt and I don't normally stat for which injuries. is definitely possible yeah. yeah definitely from him sitting out here he could definitely get injured but when I do my stats I just try to think about a full 16 games unless they literally have never played a full 16 games and then that's a little different 
Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Here. Okay. Um, we chat too much. You guys have any? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I right, go for it. Keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> you guys have any final thoughts or I anything? I think we're good. We want to just thank you for having us on. We had a good time tonight. Yeah, Eli, I'm a little worried that you're going to be kicking our butts in some fantasy leagues in like a couple of years here. Once once you get that old Twitter account up and running, we're all in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's ready for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's a uh, listener league. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, why don't you get uh, – thank you so much for jumping on. I know it's sort of last minute, but thank you guys so much. It was a blast. You know, no yeah. pun intended. But uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you guys give us your uh, Twitter accounts one more time and where we can find your guys' uh, podcast. Absolutely. So I'm Kate. I'm at FF Ball Blast. And I'm Michelle. I'm at Ball Blastum. E-M. E-M. I feel the need to say that every time. Because M, like, what if you wrote M, the, yeah. the letter M, M yeah. you know? Where, um, do, where do we find our podcast? <laughs> so uh, we're the Ball Blast Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. Um, we're pretty much everywhere. Podbean. Did you say Apple Podcasts? Because it's Apple. Oh, yeah. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> if you don't um, have an Apple phone, I'm sorry, but maybe you should go get one. We yeah we're not uh we're not as savvy oh we're on Spotify we just applied to get on uh iHeartRadio so we're trying to get wherever oh. wherever you're interested in your podcast so if there's anywhere we're not available just yell at us and we'll we'll fix it and we post an episode nice. every Monday and I think with our new P- Patreon uh, subscribers we'll be doing an extra podcast a week for them uh, starting up next week excellent yeah. excellent. All right, ladies, thank you again so much for Eli and me. This has been the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips Podcast. We tell it how it is.